Gavin Gray is our UK correspondent. Evening, Gavin. Now, I want to talk to you about what's going on in Italy. We'll get to that in a minute, but let's start with Boris Johnson. So he might face a by-election. Yes, this, Heather, is because he, uh, of course, is still being investigated over so-called Partygate, the holding of parties in Downing Street where he lived and worked during lockdown. Now, he's facing this parliamentary inquiry, and if it rules that he deliberately misled Parliament, then he could be suspended for 10 days or perhaps longer. Now, that means he could then face what's called a recall petition, and that means that the voters of his Uxbridge and South Ryslip constituency to the north and west of London could force a by-election for the seat. So lots of ifs and buts. The first thing is this, did he deliberately mislead Parliament? So in January last year, he said that COVID guidance was followed and the rules had been followed at all times. In April, he was fined by police. In May, he told MPs his original statement had not been true, but he had believed it to be true. And this is the big question now. Did he deliberately mislead Parliament and did he therefore break the rules and could he now face a by-election? I mean, Gavin, we can all see he's being tricky with his language here, can't we? I think most people, uh, I mean, his, his nickname, isn't it, is the, uh, uh, the greased piglet, because you can never pin him down. He's always managing to squirm out of things. Uh, so I think lots of people are beginning to, uh, to suspect that uh, he was never entirely accurate with his language. Mm, OK, cool. Now, what are the, where are the Russians getting the steel from that they're looting? Well, of course, uh, Russia um, has uh, attacked and now is uh, in charge of the Avostoval plant. That became the last holdout of Ukrainian soldiers and civilians in the siege of Mariupol. Uh, of course, all the pictures were beamed around the world. It's now been revealed by the company that owned that plant, MetInvest, that uh, effectively a lot of the steel that was simply lying there ready for export has, it's alleged, been stolen by the Russians. The boss is actually saying it's been looted. Uh, Now, he said, you know, there were 300 employees there. They were killed. 200 employees' relatives were killed in the assault on this plant. And thousands of tons of steel paid for by European customers, including some in the UK, was simply lying there waiting to be exported at the time that uh, the siege took part, took place. So he said, relying on public sources and indeed the company's own informants, said apparently the steel has been transferred to Russia and then sold in internal markets or onto countries in Africa and Asia. And he says the boss is saying legal action will be taken and one day he dreams he will get back his steel plant in Mariupol. Uh, the Italian elections are likely to be, what do we think, September, end of September, sort of 25-ish? Yes. So it looks like it's going to be uh, held in September. Now, this will be the 70th, 7-0, the 70th government in Italy since the end of the Second World War. So basically, a government lasts a little over one year in Italy, and I'm afraid more chaos awaits. And that is because Mario Draghi, a very popular choice as prime minister at the time, dubbed Super Mario for his handling of the Eurozone crisis as head of the European Central Bank. He has held a confidence vote and failed to secure the coalition votes that he needed. 
um, and uh, a man that is widely being credited for guiding Italy through the COVID pandemic and economic recovery has now been cast to one side. He will stay on until the elections just as a caretaker prime minister, but I'm afraid it's a really pretty awful state of affairs. And the parties set to benefit most from this political crisis, though, include the far-right League and the centre-right Forza Italia, uh, because they both snubbed him in the crucial vote for confidence. Um, However, it is another party called the uh, Brothers of Italy. Now, they're far right that's topping the opinion polls. Uh, A new leader, Giorgi Meloni, who uh, is viewed as a possible prime minister, she is not part of the unity government and has repeatedly been calling for snap elections. And the reason that the ripples might go well outside Italy of this effect is basically uh, they are suggesting that um, uh, the instability Uh, may actually uh, jeopardize EU funding and abandon the reforms that have been made in Italy. How does does it jeopardize the funding? Uh, Because if the new leader decides to change some of the legislation, which is Europe-wide, and and says, no, 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 this is what we're doing, I'm in Italy, I'm in charge of Italy, so don't tell me how to run my country. Uh, If she says that to the EU, the EU could then withdraw the funding or suspend the funding, as, of course, has happened in Hungary. Either way, the stakes here are very high. Yeah, fascinating. Hey, Gavin, thank you. Enjoy your weekend. Really good to talk to you. That's Gavin Gray, our UK correspondent.